Californians want to start making community college free. There's a California bill that would curb the use of paper receipts to reduce waste. And the state explores how to counteract the end of Obamacare. That's what's coming up on this week's episode of California Streaming. You're listening to the California Streaming Podcast with Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're just three conservative friends trying to provide some counterbalance in one of the most liberal states in the union. So let's hop on our magic choo-choo train to nowhere and talk some California politics. What's up, guys? Another episode. Choo-choo. Episode 31, Trey Oon. And and the shutdown continues. Shutdown continues. It's gotten more violent. And no one's really noticed. This was the first Friday that people missed checks, right? That's right. And do I read that there's a new caravan uh, forming? I had heard that uh, this morning. Uh, They were probably just waiting for after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Miss some storms or something like that. When I heard it, well, actually, I think I heard it yesterday. It just seemed kind of vague and nondescript that right. there's a caravan forming in Honduras or something like that. They're still waiting for the Soros check to clear. <laughs> right. And once it clears, then they can get gone. So that was the, there was this whole undercover thing done on the last caravan where Beto's campaign was like bringing them food and water and, and vans to shuttle them around. And I'm completely there's shocked. No, there's uh, no collusion. No, I'm totally I, blown away. I think what's funny is how viral, uh, Acosta's tweet got. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. The guy totally didn't intend that. Look, there's a wall and there's nobody trying to breach it. See, they're lying. <laughs> and, it, and look Thanks, how Jim. safe it is on the other side. <laughs> right. Thanks for proving the point. <laughs> right. And everybody, including the Trump campaign, just started pounding on him. Best part is he he didn't even realize what he was no, doing. He's, yeah. These people get so wound up in trying to what a dummy play gotcha. Yeah. That they end up shooting themselves in the foot. What a dummy. Speaking of shooting ourselves in the foot, what type of free things are we giving out in the first story, John? We got a we got a good one. Well, we gave away California already, right? So now everything within California is already a giveaway. But let's talk about this, anyways. So apparently, California wants to make community college free. Free. Exactly. So Reason Magazine had an article. Uh, the, a new poll from the Public Policy Institute of California finds that 53%, the magic greater than 50% number, 53% of the Golden State adults believe that tuition-free community college should be a priority for the next governor. Isn't 53 also, it seems like every prop, every whatever in this state passes think, with like think, 53, 47. I think a lot of the uh, politicians, if I remember correctly, that they were in the same ballpark. There. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's actually, give me a second, because there's four categories and this one is part of them. And it's just interesting because it loops in some, gives us some context of how Californians are thinking about this relative to some other issues. So a majority of adults, 60%, and likely voters, 57%, say universal health coverage should be a very high or high priority. Okay, so even a little more strongly they believe in that than they believe in community college. Next, a slight majority of adults, 53%, say tuition-free community college should be a very high priority. So that's that second one. Okay, two more. Fewer than half of Californians, 
48% of adults say the same about universal preschool. You know, the one that gets kind of tossed around, right? But it doesn't, right. it doesn't get the same headlines, I think, as college or healthcare, et cetera. And the last one, we got to throw this one in because we talk about it so much. Far fewer, 25% of adults, say the same about high-speed rail. But we're all in. A couple years from now, no problem. 25%. I I think what's interesting is that I spent a lot of time in community college before I finally buckled down and got into big boy school. But when I started in like 2002, I feel like a credit was like $7 or something like that. And then it went up to like 11 and then 22. And it's, I don't know what it's at right now. Yeah, actually, I got, I found the stat. Anybody want to? You you said two thousand three was what again? Like two thousand like two two thousand two like seven bucks or eleven bucks somewhere on there. Anyone venture a guess as to what a I don't credit need to venture a guess. I actually do know the number. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's forty six dollars yeah. a unit. Right. Wow. And, and so you think about that, right? From what is that? Fifteen years? Sixteen years? Something like that. <laughs> and the quality has matched oh, the increase. Of course. You know my my philosophy on free college is that when you have no buy in. Right. You tend to not care. Why would why no would you value game, it? Right? Well, why yeah, would you, you no value it? Right. right. And and with community college, you already have a giant subset of people that are there just spinning their wheels. Right. I'd love to see the stat of how many people actually start at a JC and then end up with a four year degree. You I have, have that. It? I have that stat. Okay. What is we'll it? do another guess. Them. Okay. Percent of students, and this is basically what you're asking. Percent of students that don't earn a degree. Or transfer to a four-year school within six years. So your percentage just flipped of this, right? What percent of students don't earn a degree or transfer to a four-year university within six years, I guess, of starting City College, let's say? Ooh. Don't. I'm going to go with at least 50%. Bobby? I'm going to go lower and say 40. (laughs) Just for for giggles. So so what you're saying is 40% of people don't get out of community college within six years. That's right. They don't earn their AA or transfer to four-year school. They're... I mean, they, they, or they don't, they don't get an AA. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they mean by they don't earn a degree. Or they're vocational. Okay. I mean, whatever. AA is a degree, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. 70%. Wow. We have so, a very expensive babysitting exactly. service. Exactly. The AA part is huge because I'm you get per- that in two years by just virtue of going to community college. I would agree with you. I'm interpreting a little bit when it says that they don't earn a degree or transfer to four-year school, like as in the degree part is the AA. And I'd have to believe that they would try to put anybody oh, they could into getting a degree category. <laughs> I know, right? exactly. So I would agree with you. I, I'm sure they mean they didn't get an AA or AS either. So 30% of people that Flip the switch, start community college, 30% take it through to either an AA or transfer to a four-year school. Awful. <laughs> it's horrendous. Why is it, again, I'm always the guy that bashes the teachers, but why is it, or it, it should not just be the teachers, it should be education as a whole, because I think administrators are a giant part of why these things fail. I think it's more the administrators than the actual right. instructors. Oh, that's fair. Uh, It's probably worth making that distinction. Right. right? And that's also where I think most of the money goes is to administration, not to the instruction. Because I would argue, I think you guys would too. Instruction, you should get that. That's counted as dollars spent in the classroom. It is. Right. right? The teacher's in front of the class teaching. That's dollars in the classroom. But admin making $200,000, but the teacher's forking out what little Uh, dollars they have to buy supplies, there's there's a disparity there. Yeah. Why do we keep pumping money into this stuff? 
because the solution is just around the corner. Right? That's that's the lie. But and all but, we need is more money. But in this, we're not saying it's an access issue. Like if we just look at <laughs> right. percentage of people that succeed when they are in the system is dismal. It's awful. So why would we take away any kind of barrier to entry that makes you actually put some skin in the game? Right? Because yeah. these are people that paid money. That's right. Or or somebody else's money. And so to bring it to full okay, full time tuition and fees annually. Venture I guess. I guess this is average across full full time tuition and fees. So we're saying like twelve units. It's like yeah, seven, it's like seven grand, isn't it? Something like that. Twelve hundred dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. No, seven grand is something else. Uh for a foreign student. That, that's a this is a whole yeah. different topic too, okay. right? No, no, I mean we're, we should go there, but so but you're right. $1200 a year annually. Annually. Yep. yep. For me to take a full load. Right. I should get my AA in 2 years. Right. So, so we're talking about $2400 that have a usable piece of paper in theory that I could throw on my resume. And they're saying essentially that's, still too expensive. that's right. They're say, they're saying that is way too big of a barrier. Okay. So so um let me just bring in this last little example that the article had, because then your, yours is an interesting one too. Because I think, Louis, you mentioned uh, you know foreign students uh, well, and that issue offline before we've talked about. I wrote it. an op-ed oh. about this subject. Oh, interesting. Um, and we'll get into okay. that. Go ahead. Here's the, here's the last little example, and it kind of describes how we can say we want to make community college free. It's essentially like we just talked about, almost already free. So. Peralta Community College District, they operate four campuses in Alameda County. They reported revenues of $270 million for 2016-2017 school year. This works out to about seventeen grand per student. But the net tuition and fee revenue for the school, $19 million. So basically, the spread, all of this was coming from state subsidized government dollars. Already. They were right. only taking in $19 million but 270 million is roughly the, the the spending what was required. So what we're really talking about is okay, they want us the taxpayer to take care of the last 19 million. Right. Uh, but do you, but this all goes back to your point, Louis. I I'm more about why don't we try to get the people that are in it to succeed <laughs> right. and then we'll start putting more people on the boat. <laughs> right. we're, we're looking at that statistic of 70% don't even graduate. Yeah, and, so what's my ROI? Yeah. On on giving you more of my tax money, uh, like what am what am I getting? Well, isn't that the the billions of dollar question in California? Right. right? Well, see, the whole purpose of a community college is, of course, to prepare you for a four year college, right? And at least get or some vocation. credits done. Yeah, or right. whatever. Yeah, that's right. And and but the problem is, is that they're not even prepared for the two year college here at the junior college, and that's a fault on. Our system. Oh, that's a really good point. You mean high school going into city exactly. college? Oh, well, yeah. That's And it's it's a topic that we've talked about before for our educational system, which is ranked 49th in the nation for uh, K through 12. And we're not preparing our students for the real world. And here it is, 70% not graduating from here. So to, to, so to segue into the topic, the aspect you were going to talk about, actually they referred to in the same article – the California's Fiscal Crisis and Management Assistance Team, they actually wrote a report not too long ago and slapped Santa Barbara City College, basically slapped them on the wrist and said, you guys are going to have to square this up. You're spending way too much on admin. 
we're, we're having to subsidize too much. And so what has been the solution, Robert? Okay, so I wrote an op-ed a while back, and there was a group of individuals who pooled their money together in donations forms. And their idea was to give money to every eligible child uh, graduating from high school and thus pay their way through college. Interesting. Sounds like a great plan. Totally. Uh, they pay for the... Uh, you know, the 19 million you were saying for Alameda, right. but in this case, yeah, Santa Barbara I, College, right. whatever their numbers were, which was fine. I was like, great. I don't have to pay for it as a taxpayer. It's a donation. And yeah, it's your money. Do whatever you money. want yeah, with do it. Do what you want to That's do. Right. But the problem that they're, they're, they're creating is that now you're asking all these kids to go to school for free. And boy, if that doesn't look tempting. But there are only so many seats in that college. And that's true of any college. Mm-hmm. So how many students are going to take advantage of this opportunity and go to school for free, skip paying mm-hmm. for whatever other school that they were eligible to go to. And thus, who is who are the people who are going to be kicked out of these seats? And I'm going to say it's the foreign students. The foreign students who are paying the good money. Right. See, that's the part right there about squaring up. Well, not only that, but you've just got different demand for different community colleges like Santa Barbara, CC. People come from all over the place in the state just because it's your excuse to live at the beach and kind of go to college, right? right? Or you didn't get into UCSB and you still want to be in the area. But you've got, you know, they would see a greater influx than, say, you know, LA Valley or Pierce or there's all, just like Santa Monica College kind of gets the same deal in LA that SB does. So how do you deal with the inundation these colleges take on because it's free. There's zero, it's not price prohibitive in any way. And the fact that they're all the same cost is kind of there too. Like, Oh, that's right. If I got to spend $46 (laughs) for college, why wouldn't I just go somewhere where it's beautiful? Uh, Bakersfield or Santa Barbara. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, but we're also talking about quality and this school, Santa Barbara city college and San Francisco, (laughs) (laughs) but they're, they are, being threatened with having their accreditation taken okay, away from them. Right, right, okay, right, right. And I think believe the, the other school is Placer County or something like that. This organization wants to take away their accreditation because they're not running their schools effectively. Right. I, I was just going to notice. I was just going to piggyback on Louis' point that I'm not sure quality is always at the top of the list for some of these people who. They're just looking around for whichever is the nice place to go. Oh, yeah, because right? usually you get the ultimatum from your parents. <laughs> right. You know, go to school or, or move out, start that's paying right. rent, and they're like, okay, I'll go to school, and you spin your tires. Yeah, I don't think the research of quality begins at that point. No. Um, yeah, no. anyway. Well. Next one? I think so. Wishes by. Now, this one is going to sound awfully familiar because you're probably thinking straws when I say this, but you'd be wrong. We've already done that. Right. That's in place. Air. We ban an air? Uh, no, no, close, we, we, but something no, no, almost as ludicrous. Tax air. Tax it. We don't ban it. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but here is the story. California bill would curb use of paper receipts to reduce waste, and they're going to push a digital alternative. They're, the crowd's uh, unhappy about so it. So the genius, Phil Ting, and he seems to come up a lot. This guy <laughs> is a gem. I'm trying to think the other stupid oh, thing. Oh, I know. He's he done so with. many dumb things. That, oh, he's the one that wants to 
ban fossil fuels by oh that he thank you that thank you he, that, that's right this guy what a winner so he's out of san fran he introduced legislation that would make the state the first to bar bar i mean why not right just why not just bar outright it? outlaw it yeah. retailers from giving out printed receipts unless the customer requests them so this is assembly bill 161 it required restores to use electronic receipts as the default option and if they didn't do this, they'd be subject to fines, just like the straws. Can we send them to jail, too? Oh, no? Well, they, they actually said there's a lot of basically copy-paste that went on with this bill, with the receipts, because okay. it worked so well. Oh, right? yeah. Here's the one. It, well, there's a couple of issues. They're pushing this partly based on health concerns. From what? Yeah. Printery? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> The chemicals used in the paper receipts, oh my God. BPA. You said it as a joke, uh, but I it did. was true. I, did. I haven't read it. Dude, I'm not, the, you can't make this stuff up anymore. So why so, not just change the printer ink? I, I, no, no, but, but it's like the wax, like the, the part that makes it a little waxy probably um, allows it to, uh, from breaking down, or keeps it from breaking down. The carbon quick, part. Right. Um, they also... People rightly bring up this is also going to bring up some uh, potential privacy concerns because now you're for instead of the paper receipt, which is where this existed pre- previously. Now you're sending it over the net. What's the security of the of the? Of oh, the I'm thinking initiative? as a digital marketer, this is awesome. Because it's exactly they'll right. They'll get the contact and email and phone numbers of everybody who they ever sell something to. That's exactly right. And then what, what happens with that data? They say potentially track and collect more data about customers. So. Ting himself, back to the environmental part. He's Ting. yeah, Ting. He said many of the receipt of the paper receipts used by retailers contained BPA, mm. a chemical he called harmful both to the environment and human health. And and that's the one that was found in like plastic water bottles and things like that, right? Right. So to that point. They say that there's still a, a, a decent amount of debate. Um, I actually, it's I, I found where it said Food and Drug Administration has said that the BPA is safe at very low levels, and and uh, that low levels that even occur in some foods. It's based on hundreds of studies. You're eating food. I'm not eating receipts. I'm just touching them. I so this is a joke. It, it's it's a total joke. It's a joke for the fact that it's being made law. Exactly. I, I, I think. Electronic means of receipts are great. Great, fine. I, I don't have to. I, I I normally have a ton in my wallet. When I can opt to get an electronic version, I'm all about it. If I have an IRS issue or for my books, I can just attach a, the PDF or the image to the transaction in QuickBooks. I think all that's awesome. I don't like that the law is mandating what the employer or the business do, and I think that's where bingo. I, I have the greatest issue with it. Some retailers have already started doing this, right? Right. Sure. But maybe they did it because that's what the marketplace, as they saw it, was demanding. And so began to shift and offer a digital <laughs> well, receipt. Well, here, here. What a, I mean, what a concept. I, the, the, when they brought this out, I, I immediately thought, okay, the IRS asked me to keep seven years of records just in case. <laughs> just in case. You know, just in case I'm a Tea Party member and uh, I can't. You need to be sued. Yeah, Yeah. I need to be sued. Right. But, but, you know, the rules don't apply the other way, just in case. Never. No, 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 no. So, well, what happens if the cloud, my service fails me and 
three years down the line. Yeah, I can't find that one receipt. Here's what irks me the most, and I'm going to get on a soapbox about this because I just dealt with the great state of California. Here we go. And a paper issue. Here we go. I had to send in some uh, certifications to get a certification from the state fire marshal. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I got to unpack the sentence you just said. I had to send in a bunch of requirements, a form, a check, four different certs of classes (laughs) I took so I could get a master certification. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. I sent... Now, they were changing the curriculum uh, on January 1st. So if you didn't have the old curriculum submitted... Nothing counted towards the new thing that started January 1st. They were very clear that if I didn't get all this documentation in by 1231 postmarked. You have to start from scratch. I would have to start from scratch and take like eight more classes. Excellent. Right. So I sent it in at the end of November. And I didn't hear anything. The check never cleared. So I called the state fire training. I said, hey, uh, just want to check in on this. I called like the second week of December. And they're like, oh, just give it a few days. It's got to go through four different places before it gets to them. I called on the 19th of December, still hadn't received it. Just wait a couple days. It'll, it'll probably clear any day now. I call well, like the 26th. Uh, it was the Friday before New Year's. And I said, look, this hasn't cleared yet. I know how stringent you are. I need to make sure you got it. They call, Let me call the cashier. No record of it. No record of it. I go, okay, so now I'm kind of flipping out. I'm like, well, I need to get you this. They go, well, why don't you go ahead and FedEx it overnight so that it's here tomorrow, Saturday, because Monday was like New Year's Eve and Tuesday was New Year's, right? So I, I, I'm not, I'm like 100 miles from, oh, sure. from work. Of course. I was down south in Los sure. Angeles. By chance, though, before our office sent it off, they sent me a whole scanned color, beautiful scanned packet before they mailed it to the state fire training. So I sent the guy that document of PDFs. I go, hey, you know what? We're in luck. I got them all scanned right here, emailed them. Can I just send you the check normal speed? You'll get it next week. Nope. You need to FedEx a whole paper packet to us and a new check. And it's got to be here before Tuesday. They should talk to Phil Ting. (laughs) So I go to my mailbox place and I say, look, I need this FedExed. He goes, okay, well, the only option is overnight tomorrow. Everything else will get there after Jan 1. $75. Of course. Is Phil Ting going to reimburse you? So, so, I, so I, I send it off, and then I email them back, and I, ex, I express my displeasure with this entire process. And then I go, is the state going to reimburse me for the $75 that it cost me to FedEx this thing? And he goes, well, you shouldn't wait till the last minute. I go, I sent oh, this thing. I, I would have lost it. I mailed a packet 300 miles a month ago. I would have lost a it. A month ago. No. You know when I lost it? Two hours later when he emailed me and said they found my packet. The original? The original. Oh, yeah. That's game over. So we care about paper and we care about the process. But state fire training still doesn't accept debit cards, credit cards, or any kind of scanned electronic means. You got to physically mail a freaking packet and a personal check. Let me ask you a quick question, Louie. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Using the Yelp rating system, what kind of review would you give California after that experience? I wouldn't even rate it. It would be a no rate. (laughs) Can we get a Twitter rant on it? Can we get some folks to be like, hey. But that right there. They control your destiny, though. They're like the DMV. If I ranted against them, it's so small that they know who I am, and and anything I need to do in the future will be a problem. 
And why? Because they have a monopoly. They They have have a monopoly on that certification. They have a monopoly soon on our healthcare. They have a monopoly on our education system. It's why all this stuff is horrendous. Well, we talk out of both sides of our mouth. We say, oh, we need you know, no paper. It's exactly. bad for the environment. Then we say, well, this process only requires paper. We don't have electronic vehicle registration. Right? The, I, well, this reminds me of the uh, the program that we're starting. It's called Fiscal. And <laughs> why? Fiscal? Fiscal. Like fiscal. And, uh, fiscal. fiscal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's F-I dollar sign C-A-L. Wow. And this is the electronic version. The reason why you can't pay online. Right. It's because they've been building this stupid, this stupid thing since before the, oh, uh, these high-speed the rail. contractor as the train. <laughs> exactly. It's been over budget. I think it's 10 times what it started at. We still don't have it up and going. And congratulations, Louis. You just got to eat it. You know, and speaking like of smile, I, smile when you I, eat. I, it. I'm even amazed at when you go to pay your state of California like fees for business, like oh, taxes. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah, it's just kind of all thrown up there. Oh no, the there, website looks. You don't, the website's horrible. Sometimes you don't. I, I'm not sure if I'm paying. I know the right thing, I know. or if I'm applying I, that they're going to apply it to the right thing. I coded better websites in Word, like <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Speaking of dumb names, you know what they're calling this thing. The, like like the motto for this bill. Yeah. Skip the slip. Ooh. And they had. There, there's some graphic connotation <laughs> in that. You know why this is a, a, an even bigger joke? It's a joke? bunch of old people making. And they, and they had someone hit. dressed up with a big receipt. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that. Phil Ting showed up on the floor with a guy in a costume. No, he didn't. Oh, he oh did Louis. Too. There's a receipt man <laughs> like next to him. That is classic. These people are so dumb. Receipt man. That could be, that would actually be a great kind of a mascot. No, no, I'm no, sorry. State. No, hold actually, on, hold on. I apologize, my guys. My coworker, he created a, a, a receipt emulating a CVS receipt. You know how they give you that <laughs> right. big old long thing? Yeah, they're awful. Yeah. And it, he became a meme for that, uh, for that I, Halloween a couple of years ago. I apologize. I should have said receipt person. Yeah. For, forgive Did you me. you assume guys. the receipt for, God, Please forgive me, guys. Because now we have a first person. We don't have a first lady. Uh, rece- uh, uh, yes. Oh, right. So, so receipt person was standing next to Phil Ting. So who's the second person? Sure. I don't know. Was there a joke there? It was a bad delivery. I didn't, I didn't understand so what was going on. get ready to not get a paper receipt here in the near future. Because we live in the awesome Stupid. state of California. So no straws. No, no straws, no receipts. No water unless you request it. Want to take 20 seconds? I hadn't even thought about this, but what's what could be next? Straws, receipts. Styrofoam went away a long time ago. Well, right? and we know they're trying to phase out fossil fuels. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about ridiculous items here. That, newspapers. That are, newspapers. Newspapers. Or, no. Because well, of paper. It's a paper. The force, force. I, you know, who knows? I can't, maybe it's, plastic. It's general. hard to even like logically think of what would be next because there's it no doesn't rhyme. make yeah, sense. There's no rhyme or reason. Is that all you got on receipts? Uh, I think so. No more tires? Now, that would be a good one for getting rid of cars. I mean, but they still want the electric cars, right? Yeah, yeah, they'll, just, they'll make it prohibitive in a roundabout way. Right. <laughs> right. Like, right. You right. can't right. make no it tires. out of rubber. Right. Okay, so on the topic of health insurance in California, the state explores how to counteract end of Obamacare mandate 
or risk a million more Californians without health insurance. So this, this story comes from Cal Matters. And they state that New Jersey, Vermont, and the District of Columbia began requiring that their residents carry health coverage or face a state penalty for going without it. So that's the new thing, right? The, the mandate has gone away, right? Yeah. So you no longer have to pay a penalty if you don't have health insurance. But you've got states who are coming along saying, well, no, no, no. We, we still think that should be a requirement. California technically now doesn't have that requirement yet, but I, I think we're probably just you, a matter of time. You, you right, know, right? Uh, the Texas judge came out there and he, you know, uh, he canceled Obamacare, essentially. And then he had to uh, bring it back because we're in that grace period where people have to sign up. Right. And if they miss the grace period and he is counted as wrong, then you've got all these people who didn't sign up for the program, which was why he brought it back. But I was reading the text of the um, of the of the decision, and essentially, I, I stuck on this one spot, and, okay. I said, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, "The federal defendants and the defendants are all the liberal states that that uh, yeah, yeah. stood against this. Agreed that the individual mandate is unconstitutional and inseparable from the ACA's pre-existing condition provisions, but they argue all other ACA provisions are severable from the mandate." So, what I take away from this was, first, the individual mandate is unconstitutional. Standalone sentence. Period. Period. No, no qualifications, no anything. Right there. Yep. They all agreed. You can't force somebody to buy what you're selling. Again, okay. these are the liberal states. These are they the liberal yep. states. I got it. Okay. They, they, they went to court and they couldn't argue anything. Okay. Okay. Now... But they are making the argument that even though it's unconstitutional, they need it. They need it to be in there. It's kind of like saying what their argument is because it's a tax now, kind of like what we do with Social Security. You're in it no matter what. Sorry. You participate in the, in the marketplace. Yeah, there's no opting out. Well, but actually, no. I mean, Social Security, you opt out depending on your employer. A lot of public employees don't pay that's right. Social Security. That's right. So that's kind of their position in trying to weasel their way out of it. Now, separately, now, if they lose, if the, if it's all exactly how the judge said it was, they're they're trying to get single payer in this state. and But they, they're not allowed to do so because they're part of America— and America as a whole. So they need federal um, assurances that they can take the funding and apply it in a manner that they see fit, which is single payer. So they need a waiver from the federal government mm-hmm. in order to do so, but the federal government won't do such a thing. It just won't do it. It's not what they're going to do. This right. is Republican. That's Senate right. Currently the they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So I you don't know. see how they're going to back their way out of it. We need to just settle things here and say, we're going back to the system the way it was. But see, they're already, look, uh, from the same story, Assemblyman, I'm not going to get the name right, but Assemblyman Joaquin Aram, Aram, Arambula? Arambula, thank you. He said, quote, providing subsidies is a better reality for members of our community than providing penalties. So see, they're obviously already going down that road. Mm-hmm. Forget penalties. Let's subsidize 
So, so okay, no individual mandate. Just give people, and then they're going to turn right around after that and go, well, look, we're already subsidizing all these people. Let's just make it single payer. I mean, we've we've argued on a couple of different points, but I think we've kind of met in the middle here and said, if we're going to go this route, then why is the voucher so evil? Right. But, but the voucher gives you choice and control back. Which is the opposite of a single payer system. Right. See, it's it's and I've 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 had conversations with people about this. First of all, I've realized they don't understand what like the the nuanced difference between a voucher system and single payer. Even if we start from the premise, right? And this is what I tell them, even if you start from the premise that the government should pay for everything, wouldn't you still want to introduce a market force and dynamic into the situation? Well, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Well, that's what you can try and do with a voucher, right? Right, versus single payer. But they, they, they immediately hear, well, the government needs to pay for health care, thus it has to be single payer. Now, we may disagree on whether the government should be paying any money at all, but if the government's going to pay money, why not do a voucher? I mean, the argument here is when single payer, I mean, we already have a system. It's called you know Medicare, Medicaid. Right. Medi-Cal. Yeah, Medi-Cal. Yeah. And it's terrible. Uh, well, why is that? It's awful. No. It's poorly ran. You are misinformed. Okay. But for those of you who are on the system, you're not exactly cheering this thing on, but you're kind of in the area of, well, it's better than nothing kind of category. And that's all you got. It's better than nothing. I kind of an interesting one for you guys. Um, we're talking about healthcare, and this is, I think, not just... Um, yeah, this was taken in the beginning of 2017. This isn't just California, but this was kind right. of interesting to me. And it's um, it's polls of asking the general public how they feel about certain aspects and provisions of healthcare and things that have been getting debated. And frankly, every single one of them is almost a two-thirds or more um, vote, let's say, or polling in one in either favor or opposition. So I'm just I'm going to pick a couple of them. I'm curious what you guys think. If you can guess, the public was either majoritively in favor or majoritively opposed. Because again, none of these are really close. They're, they each of them have like the public was either two thirds or more opposed or two thirds or more in favor of. Okay, requiring all U.S. citizens and legal residents to have health insurance or pay a tax penalty. Penalty. Right. So again, requiring all U.S. citizens and legal residents to have health insurance or pay a tax penalty was the majority of the public in favor or opposed to that. Ooh, I'm going to say opposed. That's, really? That's right. Yeah, right. Wow, See, that surprised me. Exactly. See, your reaction is kind of what made me think, oh, this is, this is kind of because intriguing. Because when I mean, you throw in penalty. Exactly. Which is the whole crux of the decision by the federal judge. It's like, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. How dare you not abide by the, your lord and masters abide by the dude here's another one requiring health plans to provide coverage for children up to 26 highly in favor highly opposed i'm gonna say in favor i'm gonna say opposed yeah. oh oh you were gonna say no yeah in favor like 72 percent. i could see that right the children where, where um, did they get the, the tw- age 26 from uh, you know i i don't know okay um, I was, I was. That's what my thinking. I was like, "Why twenty six? Well, you you kind of do end up in an interesting spot where 
you outgrow your parents' insurance at whatever the old age was, like 21 or something like that. But then if you are in like any kind of long format school, like med school, law school, doctorate, you get in this no man's land where you can't work because you're a full-time student. Yeah. So you don't have insurance from an employer and then you don't fit on your parents' plan anymore. And so you kind of get in this, you end up on state benefits because you don't really have an option. I'm going to go throw you back to that 70% that don't graduate community college and have to <laughs> go to the workforce right away. Oh, no, I understand. <laughs> but but I, ta- I think about people like my sister or my girlfriend, whatever, the, the people that actually went to grad, yeah, uh, doctorate yeah, yeah. school, yeah. med school. You're kind of in this limbo for a certain period of time where you don't have anything or you, you have to buy the school's health care or something like that. I got two more for you. These are, I think these are kind of the more interesting ones. Providing tax credits instead of direct subsidies to people buying health insurance plans. Tax credits instead of subsidies? People opposed to that. Hmm. I'm going to say in favor. In favor. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking a lot of people don't get enough to get a tax credit. <laughs> right, right, right. And some of this is, you know, I, p- probably I would, based on misunderstanding of what a tax credit even is, right? Because, right? again, most people don't file tax. I, I was just looking at where does the, the money actually go to the person or the, in, or the company or whatever they're thinking. Last one. Yeah. Reducing the amount of money the federal government gives states to provide insurance through Medicaid. Reducing the amount of money the feds give the state, I'm going to say people said, no way. We want the money. I'm going to agree with Louis there. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. That one, act, yeah, I would agree. Uh, and that one was not the highest um, rated, but, but last stat. This is actually kind of interesting. You look at both, and the, uh, the group that did this broke it down, not only as general public, but also Trump voters, because, you know, that's the, the right. hot topic to talk about today is Trump voters. 69% of the general public and 63% of Trump voters said repeal Obamacare later when they have a replacement plan. And it was just kind of a reminder to me. Uh, it's interesting on this one that I get it. I mean, I think Obamacare is a joke. At the same time, what are you going to backfill it with? Right. And they still haven't come up with exactly, anything. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's, you know, we were obviously California. We started all this by talking about the mandate here in California, but it's hard to not link it to what's going on federally. Right. If you're going to open up a marketplace, then open up the marketplace. Don't keep it a secret. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You start to talk. I think you start to lay out a plan to people that discusses, look, you're going to actually be able to cross state lines. We're going to take into account income, some sort of a safety net, but we're going to make everybody, i.e. vouchers or direct deposits into health savings accounts, whatever you want to call it, right. you will quickly become a market participant and then we're out. Mm. You're probably going to get a lot of people behind that, I'm going to guess, especially when you start to add in the, if you need extra support because of your income or uh, wages, we'll give it, right. got it. Yeah. But make us all market participants. Let us cross state lines. Doesn't sound too bad. No. Not too bad. We got some tweets. Fantastic. Oh, so much this week. So much. Uh, I just saw this one just pop up real quick. Go for it. I got uh, Senator Diane Feinstein. Yeah, what she got. Fact check. 
Nearly half of all undocumented immigrants come to the United States legally, but then overstay their visas. A border wall would do nothing to curb visa overstays. So then you're admitting that a whole bunch of people do come through the wall? Well, that's the argument I've heard from a lot of people, is that, oh, that's not even where the majority of people come from. They come from overstaying visas, but they don't want to acknowledge that. Nearly half. Exactly. Nearly half. I got one from uh, AOC. Uh. For those out of the loop, Republicans began to circulate a fake nude photo of me. The at Daily Caller reposted it and refused to indicate it was fake in the title as well. Completely disgusting behavior from conservative outlets. No wonder they defended Kavanaugh so fiercely. The genius Maxine Waters. That's who I'm going to read one from here in a second. Millennials, I need you to join in this fight to save Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid for your mothers, fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, and the parents who have worked hard to create opportunities for their children. So, again, thanks for admitting that it's a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) You're wanting us to bust our hump so that others can be solvent. Isn't that a Ponzi scheme? No, uh, of course okay. not. Sorry. I have one in the. Uh, in case you don't know who Caleb Hull is, he's a he's an editor for Victory uh, Writer or something like that. Okay, uh, but it comes from the place. He goes to promote gender equality. California's governor's wife won't go by first lady. He goes, I'll take stupid things that won't totally happen in 2019, Alex. <laughs> I'll, I got one that piggybacks on that from from Newsom. Beyond proud of. And then he added his wife, thanks to brave women like you who have demanded change, our country has seen major shifts in cultural attitudes and behaviors about gender. But it's not just women's work. It's men's work, too. It's all our work. In reference to the first partner. Aw, that's so sweet. Jeff Flake. He's still around? Uh, apparently. He says... Kristen Cinema won Cinema, or however you want to say her last name, won in Arizona because she ran a good race and had a message that resonated with Arizona voters. The sooner we Republicans, and I think that guy's throwing around loose the fact that he's a Republican, right. but the sooner we Republicans recognize this, the sooner we will be in a position to win the next contest. Oh, thanks, what, what, Flaky. What does this guy stand for? Nothing. Jeez. One more. Yeah. AOC again. Take us home. For example, it looks like PolitiFact has fact-checked Sarah Huckabee Sanders and myself the same, in quotation, amount of times, six. She's been serving for almost two years. I've served four. Why is she fact-checked so little? Is she adhering to some standard we don't know about? No, you say a lot of dumb things, so you're going to get fact-checked a lot. Virtually everything out of your mouth is dumb. And on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. That's another episode down. Get us on Apple iTunes and uh, the Google Play Store. And we got a website coming soon. So nice. you can check us out nice. and figure out all the articles we're getting our stuff from and some required reading and more data. Gavin Newsom is giving us a lot of things to talk about, baby. And Gavin the Gov. We're going to try to keep up with him. Have a good week. See you on the next one. Burn it all down.